0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast
1: One. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. Woo! What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Three, two, one. Live from Los Angeles. It's the PHP. The Perez Hilton. Podcast. We're, we're my man. Chris Booker. Chris Booker. Uh, it's Booker, baby. And the one and only world famous Perez. 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 Baby. Perez Hilton. Y'all ready? It's the PHP.
0: Hey guys, welcome to the PHP. I'm Booker, he's Perez, and what a weekend for both of us. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
2: I was just thinking, why do you introduce the show every single week? Like, Why why, did, why do we start with you starting?
0: Okay, you go ahead. Let's hear your introduction.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome. Oh,
0: way, way, oh, way, God. way too much. You're coming in way too hot.
2: What do you mean I'm
0: going way too hot? <laughs> because it's like this fake excitement. Like, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. You're it's not, not that
2: excited. Yes, I am. I just I'm, talked to you three seconds before
0: this. You're not that excited. I
2: am that excited. Don't tell me how excited I am or not. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. You suck! I'm gonna pretend I'm starting the show Hey everybody, welcome back To the PHP, I'm Perez Hilton Joined by Chris Booker Changing things up this week (laughs) I am so excited To talk about my Most amazing weekend In Las Vegas Mm -hmm. But actually, before I even get to that I was reminded of something Friday night That because I hadn't been drinking In a long time I had forgotten Thankfully This trip to Vegas. So, wait a minute. Alcohol made you remember something? Yes. Okay. It made me remember that it's not really the best idea to mix alcohols. Like, no. You should really just stick to one drink all night long. I didn't do that Friday night. Thankfully, I was very mindful of not drinking too much and not pouring my own drinks. That's the mistake I made last time I was in Vegas in June Mm -hmm. of 2016. When you start pouring after you've had a few drinks, you just get real heavy or you even forget how much you're pouring. Anyways, I mixed my drinks. I I, I maybe... I didn't drink too much on Friday night. I just mixed my drinks and I didn't like the feeling of that. So Mm -hmm. it just reminded me of... The importance of not mixing your drinks and everybody should probably stick well, to that as well. Thank you for that public
0: service announcement. Tell me all about your weekend.
2: Uh, so that was my reminder and I'm trying to think of, of anything like leading up to it that mattered. Oh, well, I flew United because I had bought my tickets ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, I saw that picture. Oh man, I was pissed. I was like, <laughs> they were looking for eight volunteers. Eight. Oh, no. Eight. eight. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I'm gonna put a doc. I'm gonna pull a Doctor Dow and not get off this plane because I have a date with Ricky Martin tonight. What were they offering, by the way? 150 dollars. That's it. That's it. When was the next flight, though? 11 p.m. Oh, it was late. Yes, mm. I would have missed my flight. That was not gonna happen. Thankfully, uh, they gave me a Pepsi and everything was better. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So, I got to Vegas, met up with my mom, met up with my Vegas gays, and uh, I got to say hi to Ricky before the show. He was there with his fiancé, which must be nice, like... He, it must be nice to have a fiance that can just be with you at all times because he's a he's a he's a painter, so you know right. he can he can be an artist wherever. Sure, that was he can no, make his own schedule. Yeah, that was no shade. It's just it's nice. Like he's clearly still in the honeymoon phase of love, and you know, with somebody that can be with him more than a normal person with like a normal job might be able to be with Ricky Martin.
0: Don't you think that's going to weigh against him at some point? Because at some point, you do get enough of the honeymoon phase and going to work is a nice thing because it's sort of a break from the relationship. You it, know
2: what I'm saying? It could, it, it could. It's good to miss people is all that I'm saying. I agree. I mean, I was just thinking about that at the gym this morning. Like, I'm genuinely happy that I am single right now because relationships take time and work. Sure. Listen, I would happily be in a relationship, but it would have to be for an amazing person, and there's no settling. Like, I'm not really interested right now in casual dating. I want to date somebody awesome. Anyways, so <laughs> got to see Ricky. My mom got to chat with Ricky. My friends got to meet Ricky. He was so nice. I asked if we could take a group photo. He's like, Yeah, sure. Or we could take one on ones with your friends. And he, he was, he could not have been lovelier. The show was awesome. It was the best production like and I'm just talking about like production the best production of any Vegas headliner that's not like a Cirque du Soleil show
0: you mean better than JLo and Celine and
2: Backstreet Boys yes i'm not saying it's the best show i enjoyed right, no, 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 it no, just production wise oh yeah right. production wise it's the best the highest quality everything. Like, amazing visuals, like, that he produced for the show. Like, videos, visuals, montage, amazing props, amazing sets, amazing everything. Like, he flew down from the ceiling and had this, like, rig built. There was just a lot of money put into that show, and I saw it, I respected it, I loved it, I appreciated that. He had the production I wish J-Lo had. To me, I've said this before, like, the J-Lo show felt cheap. Like, oh god, she's got dancers on Segway machines or whatever, like, you know, those hoverboard type things. I'm like, whatever, like collectively, it felt cheap. The JLo show. I don't need to. And I'm still a little butthurt that her whole team was butthurt that I was honest with my opinion. My, my, (laughs) My friend in Vegas, my Vegas, my main Vegas gay, Mike, says that he thinks that they wouldn't have been upset by that if that was just my true, honest opinion. But it was that they... She, he thinks that they were just upset that I said the Mariah show was better. But I thought the Mariah show was better. And I saw both shows the same weekend. <laughs> the thing is, Perez, when somebody gives you tickets,
0: you're not supposed to ever say anything negative. That's the thing. That's uh, what they're well, pissed off about. They're like, hey, we hooked you up. We gave you a meet and greet. We met your family. We did everything. Just don't even say you went if you had a bad time. I didn't have a bad time. I enjoyed the show. You didn't give it great marks. You said it was cheap and you said Mariah was better.
2: Those are two comments that they don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't get why you don't understand that. But I said I still enjoyed the show a lot. And Listen, I, I love you it. for your
0: honesty. I just don't understand how you don't get that. Oh, well. <laughs> like, of course, they're going to be butthurt. They're going to be pissed off, actually. They took care of you. They sat you up front. They gave you tickets. They gave you a meet and greet. And then you shit on the show. I did not shit. I mean, why on wouldn't the- they be pissed? <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to be super honest about every one of the shows I, know, I saw I, Listen, now.
0: I love that about you. I just think it's great that you don't get it. <laughs> it's funny to me.
2: But, mm. but if I would have said I didn't enjoy the show, that's one thing. And I agree with you. If I would have said the show's awful after getting free tickets and having her have been so nice to have met me and my friends, I wouldn't have even mentioned anything.
0: I think that's what they probably rather would have had happened, that you just put an Instagram post up with you and J-Lo, but then you took it to the next step. Listen, you're a professional critic. They got to understand it, but you got to understand when they're butthurt.
2: You have to get that. You have to get it. I guess, but I didn't shit on the show. I just gave my honest opinion. I said I enjoyed it. Whatever. (laughs) But anyways, that's so last year. (laughs) That's so last year. Let's move on. Anyways, back to Ricky Martin. Loved it. That's in general. Well, I guess they're just tied hand in hand. I saw Backstreet Boys the same weekend. I'll get into that one and, and I'll just say, I enjoyed the Backstreet Boys show more, even though Ricky had a better production. What I loved equally about both shows is they both Backstreet collectively and Ricky Martin gave 100 percent, just like J-Lo did. Mm -hmm. Mariah probably honestly gave 90 (laughs) percent.
0: I see that I like acts you know that are really invested like yeah. they're not faking it you can always still like the Mariah show was probably good enough but you in your mind you still had 10% in the tank going she didn't really yeah, give no, me her she all she didn't
2: give me her all but <laughs> right. it was it was a better produced show it felt bigger budget and it had more hits and it was just like yeah. all it was all the hit it was like hit, hit 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 like you know anyways and that's actually my issue with the Ricky show and I'm a I would say big to huge ricky martin fan well ricky doesn't have the hits
0: or the body of work of even a j-lo
2: i would say and i'm about three hits i would say i'm a big to huge ricky martin fan and there were a good amount i don't want to say a lot because there weren't a lot but there was a good amount of songs i didn't know whereas when i saw the backstreet boys i'm like god i know almost all of these songs right and that is what made it more enjoyable even though Ricky had better production the fact that I knew almost all of the Backstreet Boys songs more than in the Ricky show that's what made me enjoy it more but like I said it was awesome to see them both give a hundred percent especially Backstreet Boys because I'm like oh my god they were living (laughs) their rock star lives Nick Carter and all of them they were just like giving it to the girls like it was awesome so Backstreet was amazing as well
0: I mean, are the girls, like, just losing their mind Yes, that I love I mean, it. It, but in a is, different way. Is it like way. girls that are 30 that are reliving being 20? I mean, is that kind of what it feels like? No, it's girls
2: that are 35 reliving being 15.
0: (laughs) Has it really been that long? I guess it's it's been that long. No,
2: it's been longer. They mentioned in the show it's been
0: 24
2: years of Backstreet Boys. That's quarter century. That is unbelievable. 24 years of Backstreet Boys. I mean, they didn't really pop off until maybe 20 years ago. Uh huh. But yeah, like in the late 90s is when they began to to, to, wow. to really achieve international success. And they showed some montages. Like they were internationally oh, yeah. for a long time bigger oh, than yeah. NSYNC. They were bigger than yeah. NSYNC. And they were also successful first. Uh, but yeah, it was so awesome. Like... Nick Carter serenaded me and I was like, (laughs) and then, and then they brought me out on stage and that was so fun too. And I lived all of, I love Backstreet Boys back. I still love Backstreet Boys. We saw them at a concert last year and I was living my life. They performed at this amp radio thing and yeah, they were, they could not have been nicer. That was the first time I had met Kevin. I had never met Kevin before. I actually have history with the Backstreet Boys. They performed at my birthday party, but that was when And Kevin was not part of the group. So it was Mm. four out of the five Backstreet Boys. Um, So now I lived fully all my Backstreet Boy dreams (laughs) because I had all five of them.
0: It looks so fun. sing
2: Sing to me on stage. And it was great. Before the Backstreet Boys, I went to go see Magic Mike live, which was a fun time. I was not disappointed. But in critiquing the show, which is what I do, just like I did Mm -hmm. with J-Lo, there was too much shtick for my liking. They have such a hot cast. There's a lot of those kinds of shows in Vegas. This show, they didn't cast strippers. They cast dancers, like professional dancers. One of the dancers that I saw in Magic Mike Live, I had seen before in the Mariah show, and I had a huge crush on him from the Mariah show. Actually, he's the guy... he, he, or there might, there might be more than one poster, but he's one of the guys in one of the Magic Mike live posters, and I just wish there would have been more. Dancing and more of the big numbers and a little bit less of the comedy. Like, I like it.
0: Yeah, but that's fun for a bachelorette party. I mean, if you're going to go, you're going to want the guys to be having fun and telling jokes and then, you know, whipping their wangs out.
2: No, it's not the guys that was telling jokes. They have like a female MC and... uh, Oh, really? Yeah, and there's like bullshit about a fucking unicorn. I'm like, oh my God. It's It's like, if you're going to... And also, it's like, if you're going to have shtick, give me better shtick. Get a book writer in there to like write better jokes write different... Get a, a, pro, a pro in there or a different somebody else to, like, change it up. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so fun. And there were some really hot dudes there. So I had <laughs> sure. the best weekend in Vegas. I did Magic Mike Live, I did Backstreet Boys, I did Ricky Martin. How much crap did you eat? I ate so much crap. Both (laughs) nights in a row, I went to Beauty and Essex, thanks to my friend Mike for the hookup. It's at the Cosmo. I went for it, and the next day, I, I ventured outside of Vegas, which was nice, too. I went and visited Red Rocks, and it was so peaceful and beautiful and awesome there, and great just to be present. Because also, like, cell phone doesn't work there. <laughs> and then I went to this place called um, Bonnie Springs Ranch, which I, I wish I had my kids with me there because they would have loved it. It's like a recreation of an old Vegas town. Like a saloon town? Yeah, exactly. And they had, like, shows, like a hanging and a robbery and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Stuff. How
0: far out is that from Vegas?
2: Like 30 minutes. Not that far. 30 minutes? Yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. So it's fun to check out and do if you have a family or just want to do something different next time you are in Vegas. Nice. And that's my Vegas weekend. How was Coachella? It was
0: great. Gaga stole the show. I thought I would say that Coachella wasn't as packed as past years. Um, really? I didn't feel. Yeah. I didn't feel that that Gaga was as loaded up. I mean, I was in the front, but people said that they didn't feel like it was as, um I don't know just as as dense as as it typically is, there were a lot of haters I mean maybe that's just because I'm around record industry people, you know, a lot of people pretending like they didn't want to like the show because they'd rather see you know the lizard ducks or whoever the fuck plays out there that sucks. There's a little level of and it's not with the kids. It's just kind of with the older people that, oh, it's not as pure alternative as it used to be. And I'm like, well, it's a reflection of what people like, you know? And people fucking like Lady Gaga, whether you like it or not. But um she put on an incredible show, and she's just such a rock star. She just came out and... Just owned the stage. Her presence, you know, we don't have to tell anybody this. She just had everybody in the palm of her hand. She just knows how to work a stage. She sounded great. She looked great. No guests.
2: Just pure Gaga. A little bit of rock. Great amount of pop. I heard her new song, The Cure, and I was really shocked by it. First of all, she released her new album less than six months ago. Right. This kind of is a signal that that album's done, and to me... We knew that. Didn't we know that? Yeah, but that, that to me, that feels like a disappointment. Like, your album had one single on it, and then you've moved on. So what? I mean, those are
0: old ways of looking at things. Albums. No one gives a shit about albums
2: anymore. That's not true. I disagree. Look at
0: it this way, Perez. She put something out that she wanted to put out. She doesn't need for anything to be huge. She doesn't have to have that expectation. She's
2: Lady Gaga. She's well, elite. I'm not going to So let she put you... that out.
0: It's out there. And now she's giving people what
2: they want. What's well, the problem? I also disagree with you. Albums still matter and people still care about albums. And the perfect example is the new Kendrick Lamar album. And I'll get to that in a minute, I don't. I don't want to keep jumping. Very
0: few, very few albums you could put in that category. Yes, the superstars, maybe the album counts, but for everybody else, it doesn't. Well, she's a superstar. Look, it counted at the time. My point is, she dropped it because that's what she wanted to do, and then she moved on. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to put a rock and roll record out. She put it out. Now she's back to doing something else. I well,
2: I don't surprise me. Also, just because I don't think it's very good. I think it's a number one record.
0: Oh, I think it's awesome. I must have listened to it fifteen times this weekend. I, I I love it. I don't.
2: Love I it. don't think it's very bad. I just think it's very generic. Like I know her. Catalog extremely well. She is capable of such greatness. When you compare a song like The Cure to Bad Romance, they're different kinds of songs. She gave us like a Sia type song with this
0: new The Cure. It's a very different sound for her. It's a but very, still
2: pop. It's a very generic sound. It mm. sounds actually to me like it sounds like a 2006 song she wrote before she was famous and, uh, or like an old demo or something. It doesn't feel current to me. It feels, it, it feels average. I'm not saying it's bad. It feels bad. like a love song to me. It is a love song to her fans yeah. and I get that, but I don't think it's very good. I'm I I'm shocked it. that
0: it's, I think it's great. I'm shocked I it's, think it's a number 1 record. I really love it. Well, yeah, I'm I'm shocked that you don't like it. I like the change of pace. I like the juxtaposition of her rock and roll almost screaming at you album to releasing a song with such a delicate vocal. I think that's amazing. I think it's cool and I think that's the power of Gaga. She's not one tone or one facet. She's she's many different things and she can do them all. I don't know. I love it. I, I, I can't believe you don't like it. I, I thought you'd love it.
2: I mean, I like that she's doing pop mainstream pop. I just think she's capable of such better mainstream pop. Like, there's nothing exciting about that song. And I don't even need exciting. I don't need my pop songs to be exciting. Like, um, let me see what's doing well. Like, like the song Issues by Julia Michaels. That's not what I would say is an exciting song, but it's a fucking great pop song. I wouldn't say The Cure is a great pop song. I would. I think it's a
0: song that gets better every single time. It's not obvious. It's not, it's not gimmicky. It's not trying to be something. It's not trying to grab your attention. It's a really soft, pretty song that I think the more you hear it, the better it gets. Yeah. It's very un-gaga. No, she has songs like that before. Okay, very un-hit-gaga, put it that way, because her hits typically aren't that soft. Her hits are a lot more kind of in-your-face, if that makes any sense. Even the dance songs, like Poker Face, In Your Face, Let's Dance, In Your Face. This is a soft song, and I know she's done soft songs, but... She has,
2: I mean, that song eh eh nothing else I can say it also reminds me a lot of that song eh eh nothing else I can say eh remember that one off her mm-hmm. first album yeah. like yeah. that's a better song like this sounds to me like the B side of that
0: but not as good I wouldn't agree with that I don't think it's a better song I think this is a really good this this is in the lane of Sia to me it feels like a kind of a Sia hit record to me
2: well we shall Whatever. see if it's a so hit. anyways
0: um, let's skip to Saturday night so
2: you didn't mention anybody from Friday night Friday night was radio hits so
0: so, Friday night, I didn't end up going. My girlfriend was sick. Wait, so you didn't go? I didn't go Friday night. I was all set to go. I was all ready to go. I got you out there You didn't have early friends
2: in. there or anything?
0: Well, I had tons of friends there, but my girlfriend was sick and she drove all the way. This is what it's called being in a relationship. Pay attention, Perez. This is the kind of things you do for your girlfriend. I would have gone without her. (laughs) I know you would have. And that's why you're single and I'm in a relationship. She had the flu and she worked all day. Then she drove out by herself. And by the time she got out there, she was coughing and sounded like hell. And she was getting ready. And I was like, you know what? Let's just stay here. We've got the online feed. We have a gigantic television. We can watch Radiohead. I'll be fine I've seen Radiohead 50 times in my life I'll be okay without seeing this show and maybe I'll go see it next weekend because I'm going out again so and she's like no no you want to go so I said no I threw some steaks on the grill and we sat and watched TV and we watched the concert on on TV so I I don't even want to critique what I saw on TV because that's like not even fair
2: yeah I totally would have (laughs) gone (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you're a butthole and I'm a good boyfriend
2: because <laughs> I'm a great I would I'm a great boyfriend and I don't need to prove it one night <laughs> says or the single guy <laughs> whatever whatever so well, what um, else did you see Saturday night
0: Saturday night DJ Snake like I said that was cool Lauren Hill came out um so Sunday I went with my friends because Kellen went back to work. So Sunday was just stellar because I mean, it was really the kind of the VIP night. My buddy had his own RV and we ended up with our own golf cart And Your
2: buddy had his own RV. Who's your buddy? I can't
0: even say. <laughs> just can't. What do you mean? It's you like one of those, say. like I'm not allowed to talk about it. I just can't talk about it.
2: Why can't you um, talk about it?
0: I was asked not to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just saying I was really hooked up Sunday night. Let's put it that way. Why were you asked um, not to
2: talk about it? Is it a celebrity?
0: I, was asked not to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. But it was a really great great night and it was a lot of like a lot of just being backstage. I did go to the front to watch Lord, which uh, I didn't think was very good.
2: The internet disagreed with you.
0: Yeah, the internet loves Lord. I wanted to love Lord, but look, here's my critique of Lord. She should play more music and not talk so much. She doesn't have that stage presence yet. She meanders around, and I don't know. She doesn't get to the point very well when she's talking. She introduced a new song no one seemed to care. Team was great. I'll, I'll say that team was great. I loved hearing her new song, the song you don't love, but I I really liked that. The green light one? Yeah, I love green light. No, I don't and like that one. Oh, I love it. The more I hear it, the more I like it. And and you're in the minority here. I uh checked online and Listen,
2: people loved I, I was there listening to the vibe.
0: No one was really cheering and anyone around me, everyone around me was bored. There was a really? lot of talking. Everyone was A bored. lot of
2: people even said that Lords was their favorite performance of the weekend. Katy Perry tweeted about how much she loved the Lord performance. Uh, what's she going to say? It sucked? I don't know, but she she wouldn't have to highlight it if she didn't like it. Well, she wants to be a part of that
0: young generation. She's still <laughs> hanging on for it. Okay. Hater. I'm not being a hater. I love Lord. I just didn't... Fu- the set was extremely extremely boring she looked cool i loved the three hits at the very end but the rest of the performance she talked a lot the conversation never really went anywhere she introduced a new song that i didn't think was very
2: good well i gotta say i heard a lot of the songs the new songs that lord did she did some new song new material at coachella and she also did some new material at a show that she did Friday night like a small intimate show she did at a bar somewhere I did not like the new songs I heard no, I didn't like them either.
0: I didn't like any I, of them. I, yeah, mean, no, I did not like nowhere.
2: any of them either. I'm with
0: you. I agree. But that's why I didn't like the show, Perez. I just didn't like the music. I was really bored with it.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. She should change her name from Lord to Bored. I'm concerned. Like, she may turn out to be a one-hit wonder. Team was a hit. She's got two. Was Team a hit, really? Yeah, Team was a hit. It was maybe a medium hit, but it was no Royals. Well, it was
0: no Royals. I mean, Royals, I mean, damn, we could almost call it one of the songs of the generation. You know, I mean, that was a big. Big, big song. Yeah.
2: It's interesting how sometimes like an artist can just have that one song like Carly Rae yeah. Jepsen Just Mm -hmm. one song. Gautier, somebody that you used Used to know. know. Yeah, just one song. Or actually, I was thinking of um, Fun recently. They had three hits or two hits. Remember Fun? What were the other two? I'm trying to think of the other two. Whatever that one was. Well, the lead singer had a song with Pink. Whatever. Anyways, they had at least a hit and a half. What was the second one? I can't think of the second one. Some Nights. Oh, Some Nights. You're right. That was a good song. You're right. Anyways, they decided to take a break and focus on solo efforts after one hit album. I'm like, one hit album does not make you a star. Yeah, you got to
0: keep punching them out there.
2: But then again, like
0: you and I both love Carly Rae's record. We I love know. It. I know. Love it. It's 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 really mind boggling how some people can keep that ball rolling and some people can't.
2: Which I bought before when I was still buying music a couple <laughs> up until recently. A weeks ago. <laughs> I know I bought her B-Sides album. Did you really? The emotions, the B-sides, and the B-sides are just as good as the songs on the album. She's great. I'm with you, man. I agree.
0: I think she's so, so talented and so underrated and should have had a lot more hits. But, you know, I think it has to do with age, too. Going back to your ageism rap, I I love that. I think of it often and all of the time. I think of artists that put out stuff, and I'm like,
2: I think Perez is right. Some people just age out, no matter how good their stuff is. Yeah, she's 31 and a half. Anyways, um, before Coachella happened on Thursday night, Kendrick Lamar released his new album called yep. Damn. And damn, this is one of the be- I would say... I wouldn't say it's the best. I would say, I would tie it. Like I I've really enjoyed some amazing albums this year. Well, what's interesting is he's going to get all the Grammy nominations, and some of my of uh, some of my other favorite albums are probably going to get ignored. Like I love the Charlie XCX album as well. I love the Zara Larson album as well. Both of those are such great albums. They're mm-hmm. probably going to be completely shut out from the Grammys because they don't have buzz, which sucks. But both if, if you guys and actually now with people streaming music fucking stream those albums because they're so good add them to your playlist Zara Larson and Charlie XCX both of their most recent <laughs> releases so good but anyway, listen to
0: you sounding all 21st century add them to your playlist
2: yeah anywho <laughs> um, this is funny the Kendrick Lamar album the album is so good if you guys haven't heard it yet like it is he is the best rapper in the game there is mm-hmm. no one better not even Chance the Rapper no one No one can touch Kendrick because he's actually rapping about real shit, you know? Like and that's Mm -hmm. why I do like Chance the Rapper. I was gonna say chance is too. Chance is too. That's why I like him. But Kendrick is just on a whole other level. Like Mm -hmm. I love that the album is so musical. Like Mm -hmm. you could just hear him performing this with a band, not with a track, not on and and the song and songs that were created with like real musicianship, not like and not a diss towards anybody that like records like old school style hip hop like on a drum machine or beat bot or whatever the fuck it is like it's yeah. real songs with real musicality and i love that there's a real Several through lines throughout, like thematically, like they were just, it was real cohesive, like with similar themes with in various songs, similar words being repeated throughout. Not too many collabs. And the ones that he did were like huge superstars like U2 and Rihanna. The Rihanna Mm -hmm. song is a standout track. Oh, I love it. I love the album so much. Did you watch him at Coachella? He
0: was... Like, if you want to compare, like, to Lord playing new music versus Lord playing new music, I guess that's kind of my point. Kendrick played new stuff and it was still awesome. awesome. Everything about him and it just, it all worked. Everything. The new stuff. Anything you knew, it was great. And he's just he owns the stage when he's up there. He just brought a show. He was great. Just
2: everything about him is great. I wonder what the whole process is like. Does does Coachella does Coachella I always say Coachella. Does Coachella help artists with their shows? I would think with the secondary
0: stage, absolutely. Hundred percent. 100% because Listen, even the main stage, I think a lot of people watched the XX and said, Hey, i want to get into this i want to see what it is not me i think the xx blows i'm not one of these hipster yeah i'm not one of these hipster people that walks around and goes oh my god they were so amazing to me they're tears for fears without any hits that's what the xx is to me a lot of people will say you know you're like an asshole you don't know anything about music they're boring as dirt to me
2: is all i can say they're not that good i like they put me to sleep i like their music I've never seen them live, so I can't comment. Musically they know what they're doing. I'm I'm sitting there to go
0: to put them on right before the main act on Friday night, like, huh? No. Hell no. Well, my- and the same with Bonnie Var. They did that with Bonnie Var. I'm like what? Bonnie Var? No. Not big enough to be playing that late at night. But people walk around like, oh, it's so amazing. Like, fuck, no, it's not. Gaga was amazing. Kendrick Lamar, amazing. I well, didn't see Bonnie Var in the is Amazing. But, you know, uh, what do I know? I'm just my, another musical asshole.
2: My um, thought that I had was spurred by, you know, throughout the weekend, I checked in a little bit on what was happening in Coachella. Mm-hmm. I randomly saw that... Hans Zimmer was performing at Coachella. I have a story about that, but he had like production. Not, well, I don't. He had visuals. So then I was thinking, like, does he create? Did he have the visuals created just for Coachella? Because when he goes on tour, I don't really think he tours that way with <laughs> right. that show. Right. Like, so who did that? Did Coachella do that for him? Did he do it just for Coachella?
0: I gotta think he did it for Coachella. I think you get the opportunity to do it, and you have that kind of money. You can create anything that you want
2: what's your Hans Zimmer story
0: okay so I was in an RV and I I wasn't with a
2: famous person that you won't mention I was in an RV I'm gonna say it's 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 Zed it's it was Zed because I think your friend was not at
0: Coachella Zed was in Vegas this weekend oh I well, was why can't you
2: say? I can't, believe God it. Goddamn it, I just can't say. Would believe you let it, it go? No, say it. I want I to hear it. Don't press you when you wanna, say that no, you can't say. I don't wanna, press me. I want to hear it, but just just bleep who it was. <laughs> Get off
0: me. No, believe so, who it was. Come on, tell I was me. with literally nobody. I was oh, with you nobody. Asshole. I was I was with no one Listen, Liar. I was in an
2: RV and we didn't have the fee wait wait what, was there, was there, were, there were, they doing, were, they, were they doing drugs like why why would they want to keep it no, a secret no no
0: god no there was no drugs this week so, there was no drugs so, I didn't see I've never seen drugs at Coachella I must be the only fucking person that's never seen drugs at Coachella but I did not see drugs at Coachella you're
2: clearly the only person
0: I fucking must be because I didn't see any I mean maybe everybody's tripping and I'm just not paying attention because I don't care
2: everybody's rolling their face off they're all doing Molly and by the way if,
0: if I didn't have VIP and I was stuck out there on that lawn, I better be rolling my face off too because there's <laughs> nothing to do. I need to be up at the bar and talking and doing whatever and be in the backstage and on my golf cart, whatever. But anyhow, we could hear the show. Wait, we so got Saturday audio-
2: and Sunday you went with your, no, Saturday you went with your girlfriend. Saturday, girlfriend, Sunday. Just friends. Okay. Friends, I went with my friends So friend. you could hear
0: Hans Zimmer. I heard the audio feed. Someone was serious, I think, was sending the audio feed. And we're sitting there listening to it And we're all going, this is fucking boring as dirt. Like, who the fuck is going to watch that? Meanwhile, I have heard at least five different times from five different people that it was one of the best and most creative things of the whole thing. Like Pharrell came out and apparently, like what you're saying, the visuals were mind-blowing and you're hearing music from, you know, The Lion King or, you know, all these big productions that you know, but listening to the audio, I'm like, this is fucking boring, (laughs) but people loved it. I've heard so many reviews and read so many things online how imaginative that what you were just speaking of the the visuals tied in with the music tied in with probably the drugs people were taking <laughs> it was a symphony all coming together but i personally i don't think i would get it nothing could have dragged me to that fucking tent to watch that but hey to each his own because people loved it next year i am a hundred percent this is it next going. year's the year you're saying you're going no, for for beyonce well because oh. also <laughs> well, is she coming back next yeah, year yeah. for
2: sure oh yeah it was announced Oh, okay. I didn't know. I missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going. Because also, like, I hate the fact that Beyonce only does stadiums now. I hate stadium shows. I can't stand stadium shows. But her last show was good. The Dodger Stadium. I enjoyed it. I I just can't. I, I, I hate the parking situation. I hate the experience of seeing a show in a stadium. But... If I get Beyonce's stadium show and I get to watch all these other people, all right, fine, I'll do it. And also just because I've never <laughs> been to Coachella before. and, and yeah. yeah, so next you'll year,
0: love it. And I'm sure you'll be hooked up. I'm sure you'll have the accoutrements to uh, have a great time.
2: Well, I'll have to like email you be like, how do I make this happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> who do I that's email? Next year. We'll who do, do I next email? Year.
0: I know who to email. We'll get what that I, done next year. Um, um, what else? Anything else I'm from Coachella? Of, I'm trying to think of the people that I saw. I saw
2: Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she, I saw her there there too Ooh, she was
0: not happy well when I saw her she was not happy what do you it mean was, I left Gaga right before the ending because I wanted to beat parking out and I so she didn't she wasn't at gaga for sure because I left out of the artist area so I had an artist pass so I was leaving and I'm walking and I see her and she's clearly pissed off like she just got done handing somebody their ass like she was mad and I don't know if it had to do with the pass that she had or a pass that her friend didn't have but these Coachella people they're sticklers they don't give a shit who you are you need to have the right pass to get the people with you in and it's there's like i saw people like but 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 and they're like don't care you got to go to this line don't care, leave. There's like five or six different checkpoints. Like, if you sneak past one, congrats, there's five more. You're not getting in. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go through the right avenues. But she was giving it to somebody. I saw the Jonas Brothers, DNCE, and Nick was there. They were at VIP. They were just kind of hanging out. That was cool because the Jonas Brothers, I, I kind of like how they hang out. They don't hang out like, and I think you can relate to this. I think you'll know what I'm talking about. There's some celebrities when they hang out that you you know that they're secretly secretly like look at me and they're trying to cause a little bit of a disturbance with their presence you may know a couple of those celebrities they're not that maybe because they've been famous for so long nick's just buzzing around and he's talking to his friends he just seems like a cool guy even oh, his brother yeah. they just they just seemed cool you know i, I mean, love they me to like nice Bros. guys i saw tommy lee of motley Crue, which was really weird in the crowd i saw a dude from suits <laughs> <laughs> Chris Novoselic from uh, Nirvana. I mean, it, it's like all these ran Like I could just keep rattling off like random freaking people, NBA players. Like it's just crazy who you see at Coachella. It is quite the shit show, especially backstage. I loved it. I had a great time this year. I'm glad I went. I, I wish I would have caught Radiohead live, but
2: you know what? Are you gonna do? Oh, all right. I gotta go pee, and I'll be right back. Oh God, really? I know. <laughs> Alright, so we're done with Coachella Did you happen to watch Harry Styles on Saturday Night Live? I did, I watched it last night Okay, I watched it too And I don't think he was bad But I also don't think he was great I thought he was great What? You thought he was great? Great Well, let me say why It was so distracting watching him because he kept on making, like, the weirdest faces when he was singing. Like, ugly faces, like, contorting his face. Like, it was like, what is going on here? (laughs) So that was one issue. It was straight up distracting. The second issue was, and I knew it when I heard the song, I'm like, this is gonna be a tough song to sing live because the high parts are high, and yeah. he almost did, he had some help. Yeah, yeah, he almost didn't even try. He the high parts were basically all the backup singers. Sure, and I didn't love that either. Like you know, I sort of wish he would have transposed it or I don't know. But I don't think he was bad. I don't think he was bad. You know, it's okay. It it, it, it was solid and good. Performance, especially for his first time performing solo. I kind
0: of differ from you. I think that he was great. I kind of feel like a star was born that night. I know a lot of people and the young people will sit there and say, you know, Harry Styles is a star and has been a star. But anybody over thirty couldn't pick Harry Styles out of a lineup. They just couldn't. See, some girls could, obviously. But when I say the masses, like if you think about your mom or everybody knows what One D is, but they're still kind of a boy band. I think watching this guy for the first time on his own on SNL, especially doing the bit where he was playing Mick. Jagger, Which was, by the way, hard for him to do since he's standing next to Jimmy Fallon, who's already famously done Mick Jagger so many times. But he did it differently. And I thought he was great. I thought he was funny. I loved him in the opening number. I thought he really... Popped, I thought he looked like a star out there. He looked very big, and I was like, Oh, I see what Christopher Nolan sees in the guy to put him in a movie. I liked the performance. It's funny I didn't think about the facial twitching and such until you brought it up. And then I, you know, I kind of chuckled because I was like, Yeah, you're kind of right. He did kind of make some funny faces. A lot. I just thought it was because he was struggling with those high notes that I clearly knew that he couldn't hit because it was obvious that the background people were covering. But I liked it. I thought his acting was funny i really thought a star was born i liked hearing the song i thought the performance was pretty solid i thought he had his moves down and his presence down and he had really something going
2: so I liked it. I I would still say he was an A. Unfortunately for him, though, his song debuted only at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. And while I wouldn't necessarily say that's a disappointment, it's only human nature to compare one member of One Direction with another member of One Direction. And by comparison, Zayn Malik's song, Pillow Talk, debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot Mm -hmm. 100. However, however, I should put an asterisk by that and say that Zayn debuted the song and the music video at the same time. So that Mm -hmm. helped him get to number one. Harry hasn't debuted the music video yet, which I actually think is smart because Pillow Talk had one week at number one and, then,
0: and I've said that before. Number one, week one, I don't think matters that much. I think that's a beauty contest. I think week six, week 12, That's what matters. That's a hit to me. When a song sticks around and it's still either building or meandering around in the top 15 to 20, that to me says a song has legs. That number one is a beauty show. That's just 1D fans coming to the party, checking it out and saying, you know, Hey, what's this video like? Or, you know, what's this song sound like?
2: Well, however, actual sales, though not As important as they used to be are still important. And in the UK, the song debuted at number one. So that's cool. However, Mm -hmm. it debuted to half the sales of Zayn's Pillow Talk. Right. But
0: he beat him to the punch. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you're first. Yeah. When you put something out first, you kind of get more mileage out of it. Totally. At the end of the day, I think if, and we've said this before on the podcast, I, I said it from the beginning, I still think that Harry Styles is the star and that Zane is maybe the J.C. Chazé to the Justin Timberlake. I don't think Zane's going to be around for a long time. The songs are great, but when you have performance anxiety, you can only go so far if you're not going to play the game. And it, to me, it doesn't
2: seem like the guy wants to play the game. Yeah. And he has a new song that came out less than a month ago that was a flop. The the one with Party Next Door. Zayn yeah. does. So that doesn't really bode well for him either. Uh, did you watch the second Harry Styles performance? That
0: I didn't get to. My uh, girlfriend fell asleep and I
2: turned off the TV. I was going to watch that today. I just forgot. Um, that one's called Ever Since New York. That one... Was not, that's not a hit. It, it was a disappointing song to me. I wouldn't mm. say it's bad, but I was like, ah, uh, this. Ah. Uh. In other news, did you? Um, I don't even know. We should talk about. It almost feels like <laughs> old news. I don't know. Okay. That whole survivor drama from last week. Oh, it does feel old. Yeah. Well, okay. the guy got fired. Which I don't know do I have any new or different thoughts on the whole survivor thing? Not really. I just wish the guy was more honest with his intentions. I'm like, the show is a competition show and you're out to screw each other over. Like the one guy that outed the other guy clearly wanted to screw the other person over. And then he's like, but there was no malice. I'm like, listen, if you're going to be a douchebag own your douchebaggery. And then if you're going to be a douchebag, there that comes with consequences and also real world consequences. Like I don't regret any of the things I did in that Celebrity Big Brother house and I said some awful shit. Like there was mm-hmm. this woman who is like pond scum. I said if I was your if I was your children, I would kill myself. <laughs> And you don't regret? Not at all. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Not at all. Because she is the most awful, vile, disgusting person I've met in my life. I tried for the longest time to ignore her. But and I think it's an important lesson that I will share with my kids. It's like you can't ignore a bully. Like you can ignore criticism, but there's a difference between people that just are online haters and straight up bullies. Like
0: there's a difference. Yeah.
2: And if you ignore a a bully, they're going to see that as a sign of weakness and they, that's right. And they actually think that you, they won. So once I, sometimes you have to pop the bully in the mouth. Exactly. And once I started to do that, boom, my life, turned around in that house and it's like I got the power back my power back and anyways whatever um, so yeah I, I guess ha- that would have been my only question because I,
0: I thought of the parallel and I was thinking okay you've been in that situation where you're bone tired you're not thinking straight however you are still trying to win the competition you're I don't know the best you're the best side of you obviously gets away from you when you're tired and you're hungry and you're in the sun and the goal is still to win i mean can you see any way where you sit there and go i kind of understand why the guy did it oh it was i a totally low blow, but
2: you're running on fumes oh i totally understand why the guy did it i just wish he was more honest with it right I understand why he wasn't honest like after he did it and after he realized the severity of what he did he was trying to like save face and also trying to save himself I almost wish he was like yeah I did that to hurt this person that's the point of the game like I almost would have respected it more well the guy got fired from his job in the wake of the episode airing like I would like to think I wouldn't have done that. I would like to think I wouldn't have needed to do that to win. You know, on the flip side, like, I have been in an experience like that and you never know, Mm -hmm. like, how people are going to respond to certain things. Like, you know, So I I got fucking reprimanded in the house. I got an official warning because I compared my experience in Celebrity Big Brother to having AIDS in the eighties. What is wrong with you? No, because that's what it felt like. You're gonna defend it. Here we go. No, there was this woman who not even not even discreetly was straight up telling all of the other people in the house to. Ostracize me. She was telling them all to not talk to me, to ignore me. She wanted to make me a leper in that house. So, Isn't that part of the game, though? Yeah, and that's why I said, uh, uh, "Listen, I don't, I don't regret that." All I'm saying is that's what the. You should say you regret that. I don't regret it. Fuck no. You're nuts. That's what it felt like to me. Like, I
0: felt. How would you know what it felt like to have AIDS in the 80s? I mean, I got to think that's the worst feeling of all time. You're comparing a goofy television show with some dipshits ignoring you with having AIDS in the 80s.
2: Well, it would feel like, you know, like people didn't really know what it was like back then. So there was a lot of fear and isolation and making people feel unwelcome and. Whatever. It was just, well,
0: I'm going to stand by the people that reprimanded you. They were right. Ah, uh, fuck that shit. I don't regret
2: saying that at all. That's You're what it felt best. like to me. So, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. I wasn't even planning to talk about it. I I, uh, right now, I'm in the middle of some Twitter drama. Ooh, who are we beefing with? Not really beefing. Let me look up the tweet that she sent out Lauren. Jarrett. I, I still enjoy being messy every once in a while, but you can be messy without being mean. And here's the perfect example. So I think I may have talked about it last week on the podcast that this girl from Fifth Harmony, Lauren, is rumored to be dating Ty Dolla Sign. Did we talk about that? No, we did not. Well, Ty Dolla Sign, the rapper, his ex-girlfriend took to Twitter to say the following. Let me look up the exact tweet that she said. Here we go. She's a singer. Her name is Alicia Bellamy. And Ty Dolla Science ex-girlfriend said, when you get cheated on with a Fifth Harmony member and all you can do is laugh. So she tweeted that, then deleted it. So I then tweeted it at The Lauren Jarecki girl. (laughs) I tweeted the screen grab of it.
0: You're a shit starter is what you are.
2: Totally. I own it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not being mean, is it? She
0: tweeted it out there. I mean, her intentions were for that other girl to see it now she did take it down but her intentions were to be seen you're a reporter that's your job to report this stuff I, i'm sorry if nobody gets that i don't even necessarily think it's mean
2: good i don't think so either <laughs> i
0: don't i, I don't I'm, I'm team perez here i am and this
2: isn't the uh aids in the 80s situation yeah. here. i'm on your side <laughs> i thought it was petty and messy and i love being petty and messy sometimes. <laughs> And I love watching it. I love it. Um, This was interesting to me. Amber Rose reveals that she watches scary movies with her son. I took my son to see Power Rangers, and that was a stretch for us. old's her son. He's four. Her son's four as well. It depends on your kid. My brother's kid is just like that. It can't
0: be scary enough. You can't be gory enough. So I don't know. Maybe it's just to each his own. I don't think you're going to raise a serial killer or anything if... If your kids are into no, things like but, that, because some kids are into things like that. But kids are very they they
2: see through it. Kids are very sensitive. And also like Your kids are very sensitive. Some all kid, kids, no, kids all kids are. I mean Not at age four, they're still learning so much. They're learning everything and they're absorbing everything and I don't know, I just think that's too much for a four year old. I think it has to do
0: with the individual kid.
2: Would you let a four year your four year old watch I don't watch
0: scary movies myself, okay? You don't no. <laughs> no, I don't like scary movies. Oh, I love at all. scary movies. Do you? Oh, I hate to be scared. I hate the creepy feeling. I hate going to bed, then having a nightmare about what the hell I just watched. Well, exactly. Imagine imagine a four-year-old having experienced that. But that's me. I'm sensitive. Like I'm saying, my brother's kid isn't. He would laugh at me at four if I said that to him. He was not a sensitive kid. Zombies, blood, all that crap. Some kids see through it. It's silly. And it's on TV. Uh, I, mean, I mean,
2: kids kids aren't they may completely stupid. They say that now, but I think it'll <laughs> affect them somehow, some way, negatively. Mm-hmm. But whatever, to each their Maybe. own. In a similar vein, Melissa Etheridge reveals that she smokes weed with her grown children. They're aged 18 and 20. I think a lot of people do that. Really? Yeah. Ugh, I would never. You know,
0: these weed people, man, they're just all, they're all free, man. It's just pot, whatever, dude. I don't even think I would want to drink booze with my Kids. No, I got no problem with that. I, I,
2: I don't, I see less of a problem with it, but.
0: I'm a big wine drinker, so it wouldn't bother me. But listen, if you're doing shots with your kid, then you got a problem. But <laughs> it depends on, you know what I mean? It depends on what you're doing, actually.
2: I mean, I guess I just drink so little these days. I don't even, I wouldn't see what the need was. Right. I need to drink to deal with myself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, More drama for Tori Spelling. She had her bank account drained by the IRS. She owes them nearly a million or owed them nearly a million dollars. Although I find it interesting because Tori Spelling's the face of like one of these psychic networks. You would think they would have told her so she could drain, empty out her bank account before it was drained by the IRS. Uh, She's probably got money in other countries. Then how the hell do you owe the IRS nearly a million dollars?
0: Maybe the whole thing that her dad didn't give her any money. Maybe that's BS. Maybe the dad did give her money and it's just in offshore accounts and such. And maybe she's had money all along. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my new theory.
2: Mm. I don't believe mm. it. <laughs> she keeps having kids like she's got money. Oh, God. Those kids. Bless, bless, bless them. Uh, the White House correspondence Dinner is happening next weekend. I, at this point, it's like... I don't even know. Like the headliner is Hassan Minhaj. Who? Exactly. Jeez, at this point I could probably get in. He is a, a a correspondent on the Daily Show. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. But they couldn't even get Trevor Noah. I'm like it seems very like anyways. Mm. Um that's that. We covered a lot. Let's take some calls. Hi Perez
1: and Chris. This is Tracy. I love your podcast, but I was disappointed lately when you talked about swimming with dolphins and how you thought there was nothing wrong with that. Dolphins in captivity are basically like you living in your bathtub with little stimulation. Check it out online, you'll see. And Chris, you even said you don't like to see animals in captivity. Well, that's what these swimming with dolphins exhibits are usually, is captive dolphins. And that you thought... um, You saw how it wasn't okay for whales to be in that situation, but why would it be okay for dolphins? So that disappointed me. But um, check it out online, especially the Cove Guardian's website, and you'll see. Thanks, guys. Bye. That was for you.
2: Comments. That
1: was was for you. Both of us. The
0: whales
2: thing was your point. That was mainly you. (laughs) No, I had the most random thought. In some Asian country recently, they banned. The Eating of Dog and Cat Meat. Right. I forget which one. But that just made me start to think, like... So why is it really awful to eat dogs as opposed to like why is it not awful to eat a cow because
0: dogs are man's best friend dude (laughs) that's why there's your answer we have decided that they are pets and we've trained them to be indoor pets and we've deemed it bad to eat them but I I hear you like your point is well a cow probably has feelings too but we keep eating them
2: why why because cows are tastier have you ever had dog how do you know dog doesn't taste great
0: I don't know but I'm looking at my cat right now
2: or like a lot of got a lot of fat on it. <laughs> a lot of people in America even too eat eat bunny or rabbit. People have Bunny and rabbits for pets. Like, why is it okay to eat a bunny yeah. but not a cat?
0: I went to dinner the other night uh, here in L.A. and the place Craft. Uh, they were serving rabbit, and I and I almost got the rabbit because I'm from West Virginia. I've had rabbit; it's pretty good. And she's like, "You can't have rabbit." And I go, "Why not?" She goes, "Because my mom has a rabbit." Well, I don't care. I like rabbit, venison, and all that shit. I eat it all. I like it. But why is it okay to eat a rabbit not a cat? We could start this whole philosophical conversation. Did God put these animals on the earth for us to eat? Is, are they just here? Because they're here I don't know All I know is that a cow Tastes pretty good And I'm sure that pisses A lot of people off Next call
1: Hi Perez and Hufflicker. This is Annie from New Hampshire I just wanted to tell you big down your podcast And I was just listening To the podcast Actually You were talking about S-Town and I actually have been listening to it myself and I'm so glad that you didn't ruin it by <laughs> you know, telling more because I actually stopped listening to it so that way I could because your new podcast came out for this week so I have to listen to you guys before any other podcast Aww. very appreciative that you didn't ruin that also wanted to tell you for us Big little lies is amazing. It's forty four minutes, not an hour. Sorry to be a stickler. I, it just annoys me because I wish it was an hour because it's that good of a show. Now, is there a second season? Because I was hoping there is, and I just want to know if you guys know when it's coming out. So, and also, I heard that like, um, so I read somewhere that Nicole and Reese Witherspoon that they aren't getting along. And I didn't know if that's true because if it is, I just hope that they can at least go along for the show and it won't get canceled. But would love to hear what you have to say. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry for the rambling. Love you
0: guys. Bye. Yeah, it's still a good call. No, there is no second season. But it's, Nicole uh, Kidman
2: wants there to be a second season.
0: Yeah, I think everybody wants there to be a second season. But and they certainly closed it to where there could be a second season. But it's it's almost to me, it's almost like. A movie was successful, so somebody said, hey, let's go ahead and let's put something else together so we can have a sequel, and then the sequel comes out, and you're like, well, this sucks. We didn't need a sequel. The very first piece of art was perfect, and that book is perfect, and and the show and the you know the series and how they did it is perfect. I I hope it doesn't come back. I I love how it ended. It it was all in a nice little bow and a very perfect show.
2: Perfect show. Well, they're coming back with another Fast and Furious movie. Vin Diesel oh. and The Rock have kissed and made up. Thank God. <laughs> did you see what
0: that movie did? Over the weekend, the number, I guess it's... Did it make it? Was it the number one movie of all time? Because they were saying that... Really? Even with the international numbers, it had a shot of being the number one movie of all time. Oh, God. I I, I didn't get yesterday's number, but... Can you believe that many people want to see Cars do shit? Ugh... (laughs) No. It's the death of art.
1: Hi, Prez. Hi, Chris. It's Amanda calling. Um, I just wanted to say, first of all, that I've been following your fitness journey, and I really think you've been doing amazing, and I know that it's because of hard work. I'm on a very similar journey myself, and I've lost quite a bit of weight, too. I just wanted to know, this is kind of borderline like those advice questions, um, how do you deal with um, like food cravings, and how do you get over kind of binging? I don't know if that was your issue at all, but... I know it's an issue of mine still after a year and a half of being on a very clean eating healthy lifestyle and I still deal with a lot of binges and stuff so I was kind of curious what you do to overcome those thanks I hope you answer my question love you guys
2: Um, I don't really get cravings that much
0: Your meals are laid out in front of you all day long and if you follow them, you're probably not hungry, right? I mean, you're you're eating quite a few times a day, right? Yeah, I
2: eat all day, all the time.
0: So you don't really feel the need to binge out on anything. That's probably the key, is to graze all day long with the things you're supposed to be eating. I think when you talk about packaging your food, I think that's important.
2: And listen, everybody does what works for them. Some nutritionists and experts may advise against this, but I typically don't eat anything until like eleven thirty AM. Really? hmm So I stack my food later on in the day. Like I wake up, I'll have a cup of coffee, I'll go to the gym, get back from the gym, and then eat around eleven thirty. You're not dying at the gym. No. If I didn't eat before the gym in the morning or before doing anything,
0: I would be miserable. I'd have no energy. To each his own, I guess. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, Want to wrap it up for us? Well, that's all, folks. What a great <laughs> time. Thank you for listening. Give us a call, 800-721-1185. Follow us across social media. He's Chris Booker. I'm the Perez Hilton. Rate our podcast. Tell all your friends, all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Sounds good. We'll see you next week, guys.